On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? Uh, Not good. (laughs) My name is Chris, and I am one of your hosts for this beautiful, amazing, fantastic show. And sitting next to me is the uh, gracious, Mm. grand, (laughs) and gorgeous Mm -hmm. Lissa. Hello. And we welcome you to yet another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. We are here to discuss many things in our life. Mm-hmm. Lives. What? Yeah. Uh, Didn't I say that? You, may, you sound like Michael in Jordan in yeah. Space Jam. Yeah. Do you remember what That's he said exactly? Cut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what he said, though? So, so tonight. No. I'm going to need a good meal tonight. I'm going to need a good meal tonight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about our lives. Um, got a couple things to discuss on this Great evening. I've got nothing there. Um, would you like to go first? No, I don't. You I, said I talk too much. Well, <laughs> did not. I would like to first start with a good and bad about Minnesota. Okay. First and foremost, Minnesota, the Vikings are in Minnesota. And what does this have to do with get, our bucket hold list? on. The Vikings suck. So that's all I have to say. That's number one. But number two, the good thing about Minnesota is when you went to Minnesota, you stayed with one of my friends Mm -hmm. from England, and he introduced you to this really, really good brand of scotch. Mm -hmm. And that brand of scotch is Lagavulin. Mm -hmm. And he also introduced me to Juicy Lucy's. Yeah, but I don't care about Juicy Lucy's because they have cheese. But I care about the Lagavulin which is an amazing brand of scotch, and I'm currently drinking it right now, and it is marvelous. And I'm smelling the Lagavulin. Discuss. It smells like? It's smoky. It's like a fireplace. And I I just said to Chris, it is like, like Bojangles seasoning, french fry seasoning in your mouth. Yeah, it's so and good. And if you know Bojangles... You, and, sh- you need to know Bojangles. And if you don't know Bojangles, <laughs> you need to get to know Bojangles. They have, they sell their French fry seasoning separately. It is really good. Yep. So anyway, that's why I mentioned Minnesota. And that's why I mentioned the Gold Rush. Okay. And, and the, and the That's drink. the connection. I'll yeah. take it. Sure. So tonight we have a couple things to discuss. Uh, the first thing is you completed a goal this week. I did complete a goal this week. I... Disgust. Not dis- I might have said Disgust. It's disgusting. So it's actually <laughs> okay, not terrible. I'm yep. glad you I'm glad you, Very good. you you brought that up. Uh use that word. Um I had I tried the grand old southern slash Virginia tradition that I had never heard of before last Me year. Me neither. Of putting lightly salted peanuts in a Coca-Cola. And where did you hear about this goal? Where did you hear about this it from was a Virginia? Thrillist article mm-hmm. that laid out every snack or 
famous food from every state. Can I tell you the, the what's so funny about that? What? Thrillist, right? Mm-hmm. I happen to see the Thrillist best sandwiches mm-hmm. in every state. Do well, you know what they said well, Denver's best sandwich was? Was it the biscuit? No. Oh, okay. What was it? What could it be? Uh, edible? That bitch ass peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No way. <laughs> yes, that we had at that Elvis store. That wasn't a jelly, the, peanut butter and jelly. It was peanut butter and bacon. Right? Okay. It was jelly too. Was there jelly on it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And that was the best sandwich from Denver, which I was like, okay, this is crap. Clearly, the per- this people right. who write for the Thrillist are based in New York because they don't understand what was the thrillist i'm pretty sure it was thrillist. but um virginia's was like um it's always southern virginia it was country they, ham and yeah. a biscuit uh, which is so stupid which i get it but it's like not, it's not I, I hate country ham and a biscuit it's i hate no, it's too much biscuit i'm just gonna say something talk about controversial it. that i really don't like biscuits sandwiches uh, biscuit sandwiches that's not controversial i think you get lost with the biscuit too much, too much because there's too much bread and I, fluff. And I would rather have my biscuit by itself with no meat on it. Ooh, and yeah. I would rather it be slathered in butter and jelly. Come on, man. I don't need I don't need meat in the middle of it. And I would every time like if there is ever a biscuit sandwich in front of me, guess what I'm doing? I'm separating everything mm-hmm. because it doesn't taste good to me. That's right. It's too dense. Even of if a, you go ahead, of a sorry. bread substance for yeah. me to eat. I like a thinner Smushier. You know what I can eat? A McMuffin. Yeah, sure. Or like egg, uh, yeah. a, an English muffin. Yeah, English I muffin. I can eat a sandwich with that. I can even eat a croissant with meat in it. Yes, because it's thin. But it's when you start going with the biscuit, now it's just it's just. And too even much. the biscuit in Denver, it, you don't. Oh, I can't, I don't man. eat it like a sandwich that well, was delicious. Me neither. But it's like you you separate it. Yeah, you gotta separate it. You take a bite of the biscuit maybe, and then a bite of the chicken at the same time and then it's in your mouth at the same time but you're Plus, getting both tastes. You think about like flavors, a, a biscuit profiles. doesn't hold the no, it doesn't it's very hold small. as a sandwich. Yeah, so even not. if you have a big one it then come kind of comes apart and but I do love a biscuit. But yeah, I just separately. don't love a I don't love a biscuit so, sandwich. Sorry, I know we went off there. But back to <laughs> oh. your <laughs> we forgot I, I cut you oh, off sorry. Oh my god, I have a goal. Yeah. Uh yeah, I put lightly, and- in, lightly salted peanuts in a Coke. And the thing is that, number one, I do not like Coke. Mm-hmm. Coca-Cola. I like Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. thing I drink is Diet Coke mm-hmm. if I'm going to drink soda. the So I don't like the just f- the base of it. I don't like Coke, how it makes my teeth feel. It's too sugary. Not a fan. Mm-hmm. So... With that said, I thought about I thought about putting peanuts in a diet coke because I just enjoy diet coke more, but I'm like that's not that's not the tradition. So I put the lightly salted peanuts in the coke, took a bite, or sorry, <laughs> took a bite. Jeez, <laughs> took a bite of the of can. The can. <laughs> Another thing you have to know, I suppose, is that right before I did this, I had jalapeno corn tortilla chips, which was not a smart decision on your behalf. But they're really good. It's and not the point. Your flavor profile yeah, my is tongue, all out of whack. My, my it was tongue numb. may have been <laughs> you were drooling. oversaturated with flavor. Yeah. But so I, I took the Coke and peanuts, it took a sip and was like, this doesn't really taste like much. Mm-hmm. Did you let it marinate in there for then a while? Then I let it marinate for a long time. Okay. Probably 30 minutes. That's good enough. That's And then I took another sip and it was like, it, it, 
doesn't do it for me. It tastes like peanuts. Yeah, I think the lightly it like salted. Diet, and it tastes is, like Coke. You know what? Maybe like diet. Let's say diet Coke and honey roasted peanuts. Maybe. No, it's the salt and the sweet that's supposed to be good together. I feel you, but honey roasted is the same thing. It's no, it's salt sugary. And sweet. It's still salty. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, that's not the tradition. But okay. I uh, I was underwhelmed, and I didn't think I would be. I thought I'd really enjoy... Mm-hmm. I I actually like the idea of salty Coke. Like adding a little, like a pinch of salt to something sweet like that. That, to sure. me, it makes sense. But the, the lightly salted peanuts were not... They, they didn't have the weight that it needs, that I thought it needed. Mm. So there we are. So not Done. not it was a goal completed. That's great, but not exactly a great. I mean, you know, it was a two dollar goal. No, I'm saying like something that you've tried it. Tried it. Next. Next, yes. Okay. You will not do that again. I don't think I would have any reason to do that again. Okay. Um. All right. So we only have two more topics to discuss. I have another. I have a topic I forgot to bring up. Okay, so we have three more topics to discuss. <laughs> Will you forget yours? You need to write it down. It's. Uh, Do you want to bring it up now? Yeah. Go ahead. I'll bring it up now. The uh, one of the goals that I have this year is to make money off of podcasting or to be profitable. And before we get to that point, because that's the grand goal, you have to kind of make steps along the way to distribute or to reach new audience, engage, get your name out there Mm -hmm. so i have been um i'm a part of a female podcasting group now and and that sounds like a band (laughs) like i'm part of a girl group (laughs) Mm -hmm. a facebook group on women in podcasting and i connected with a woman and she asked me to be on her podcast so i don't have i don't want to share connection network additional additional details but it should be funny and very entertaining. Well, you're fingers on crossed. It, so of no, it's <laughs> so I'll re- I'll release more details when it when it happens. But my my interview is in a couple of weeks, or our episodes recording is in a couple of weeks. And so uh, you okay? Great. What was you were gonna ask a question? No, no. nope. Are you gonna be on it? No, no. Even though I wish you were, because we're a couple, we're a partnership. Forest, Bubba. I'm I guess you're Bubba. Bubba. I'm not dying. Yeah. Okay. Screw you. No. Damn. Actually, now when I think about Forrest Gump, can't be Jenny because she gone. Can't be Mama because she gone. Can't be Bubba because she gone. He. He, he gone. gone. So. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant. No, I'm not going to be Lieutenant Dan. Maybe his Little son. Little Forrest? Because mm, he's going to have money. Remember that? True. Remember that time I went into a tangent on how shrimp is a metaphor for their dicks? <laughs> I just want to bring that up again. <laughs> That is the most controversial thing. Well, I don't like the part where you could fillet it and saute it. (laughs) (laughs) Those are all euphemisms. No, I hope not. (laughs) Boil it. Boil Boil it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Grill it. Nope. (laughs) Those are all sexual positions that we read about in the Kama Sutra. (laughs) Yeah. We should do do an episode in the Kama Sutra. Uh, that is definitely an NC-17 type of <laughs> It's not. Podcast. It's just. If we're going to no, even remotely talk about a detail, that's no, 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 no. NC-17. I don't mean, I don't mean the this details. Is... I just mean generally the experience. Okay. Because it wasn't great. It was terrible. <laughs> what do you mean wasn't great? 
<laughs> like, it was terrible. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. I wasn't going to say that because I don't know if we're really going to get into details there. We're, but we're, Let's not get into details. Okay. Um, and it's hard to do the Kama Sutra by yourself. That's all. <laughs> we did it separately. Well, it's hard to do the Kama Sutra unless you're in on the gymnast squad of not United States. Like, <laughs> okay. never mind. We'll, we'll talk about this later. Um, He's no Simone Biles. Bitch, you know Simone Biles. <laughs> what are you talking about me? Get out of here, please. Um, all right, so let's move on to the uh-huh. my topic. <laughs> my topic is a little bit more serious, but I was listening to another podcast this week, and we were and we were they were talking about <laughs> shut up, don't choke. They were talking about men, yeah, and I guess uh, what's the black woman that's on the View, bigger girl, Whoopi Goldberg. Nah. The four like decade ago, Star Jones. Nah, I forget the show. Never mind. Anyway, uh, a a character on one of those shows. Okay. Said something like, "When when black men get it's actually it's not even important in terms of that. I'll just I'll skip to the the major point. The major point was." Why aren't we checking up on men? I know right now we're in the society right now where it's like we're all about protecting women and we're all about empowering women. But a lot of the reasons why we have problems in this country are because of men. And that is a learned behavior that they have at a very, very young age. So what are the steps in play right now as a society where we are checking up on young men so they don't become a part of that toxic male masculinity bullshit. So like when what's the steps to what's in play like who's checked up on the guy who is a 17-year-old person who doesn't have a lot of friends, they ask a girl out to prom, she says no and embarrasses him. Who's there to check up on that person because all that's going to do is lead for them to have some sort of disgusting right hatred now. for yeah for women and now they're going to you know it might manifest into something terrible but like obviously men are to blame for 99% of what's going on or, or problems that we have whatever but there's nothing there to help them out there's nothing there at all all we're doing right now is just saying well yes because men are the problem cool how do we fix that i think i'm there i have a you're asking me no, Woman. I'm asking Curly and Optimus over there. Because I have very, I have complicated views on this. And I, you didn't prep me. So, oh, my God. Chris is taking off his shirt. <laughs> He's, oh, okay. Here you go. There you go. I'm hot. Okay. Um, I might be hot, too, so I'm going to take off. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. You were complaining Ooh. before about the temperature in the house, and uh, now it's too hot. Okay. So a few things. I am not a leading expert on this, but let me be the leading expert on this because it's just you and me. My personal views are that if we chip away at the systemic toxicity in Mm -hmm. our culture, which I think we are doing, Mm -hmm. that will then allow men and boys to not feel so constrained by the pressure that exists to be a, quote, male, a strong male. But it starts with the parents. It, it, 
it well i it's it 100 starts, starts with, with the parents. it starts with the it can it should but my point is it's bigger than the parents because they're ultimately still operating in a society that has those constraints but so, if you're treating your if you're treating your son differently like oh sure. like we've talked about before you're treating your son like oh you're an adventurer you're a king you can go do whatever you want but for the girl it's protective and you're yeah. a princess and everyone will give you things and you won't have to it's like you're already setting that person up for yeah, so failure it's, 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 so it starts with the parents sure but you didn't ask me where does it start i'm telling you there i was going into i was going to multiple avenues of one it's a systemic social thing yes. that we need to discuss and fix which i think is one end of it and the other is that it's you know it's it's hard to and I've I've had this conversation about, um, I can't think of the topic in particular, but the fact that you can't blame the person for operating in a system or a society operating by the rules. Like we we are allegedly following these rules to get by in the society. So like it does come down to personal responsibility and in individuals, but they're only operating given. The rules. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, sure. they aren't, if they should be speaking to their kids about these issues, but when they are, and I, I'll bring up like beauty image, something that, sorry, not beauty image, um, yeah, image issues with regard to beauty as okay. a woman. So, I can't, I can't always blame my mom for the way she talks about image issues and her own image issues and I can't necessarily get frustrated with her because she's not the source of it she is mainly a victim of uh no I don't agree with beauty that. ideals I don't agree so with that. it comes I, a point a time where you have to break that and and that's the thing where I personally me I don't want to operate in that system anymore. Mm -hmm. So I refuse to accept and now have called out in the past few years things mm -hmm. that she said that are very harmful. Correct. That, you chose to break yeah, it. And that's why you but not you said chose. I've realized that the it is no, you chose. I realized how how destructive of a mindset it is. And I, I, it was a slow, a slow chipping away of my own brain. Yes, but you <laughs> still, you chose to change. You saw the issues. Yeah. You saw the problems. You saw how it, you know, can, you know, just sit on your mind. Yes. And you chose to chip away and change. But you're, you you make it sound like it is just that easy. I uh, know. Hold on. I will never say but it's that to easy. To me, it's similar to the toxic, like oppressive male culture we also are mm -hmm. living in that it's it takes an individual to to reject those notions in order for things to change and i can only make my mom consci conscientious of or not conscientious conscious of yeah the about it she and then says. she would have to do something and for then it. she that. now is more she right. seems to be more aware of it and this is no again no knock to my this is not my mom's issue this is an issue that exists widely that she is simply a no, see, participant I think, I think that's a cop-out though because she's old enough to understand that the way she operates is a problem she's not 12 she's not 
15. I think it, logically she, you, you she do, knows that that's a problem and but, she chooses to stay in that lane and operate that way. But that's that's a problem. That's how she she was raised and again it's an so, multi-generational Cool. So flip this with racism. Yeah. And what you're saying still doesn't make sense. Like she knows that let's say it's racist. She knows that racism is wrong, but she chooses to operate like that because it's easier. Why do you think a majority of white women voted for Trump? They are they are perpetuating because they're st- they are protected mm. by their whiteness and would choose that over their other interests. And I I don't know if or that they were makes misinformed. That that I don't want to get into connection. That. No, is I, like I think that's the strongest. Very loose. No. But I can only I can only explain to you how i i i feel and relate it to this to what and i get that. to what i've done with the yes. toxic beauty and female society and but and, let's go back to my original yeah. point my original point has to do with males i think now we are finally getting to a place in which we are empowering women in every way possible and we are trying to celebrate more and well actually we're trying to celebrate everything with women yeah but i think that by doing so by allowing by allowing women to change the culture that it allows the shackles let of me finish that. no i let me finish because this is we're at a very delicate point because what will happen is and what could easily happen is because the pendulum is swinging so hard and so fast that these same insecure impotent little men will now get even more frustrated because they feel like the power is going away from them and that everything is going towards women that they get even more they back more into their corners and they don't want to listen to anything so it's a it's again it's a how do we fix it this problem yes those so you people. can't just sit there and say oh all of a sudden we're just gonna rush and give everything to women like no, obviously no. in a perfect world you know, it'd be 50-50. It'd be split. But it's not. But, I, but you can't just sit there and say, all right, men, you've had your time. Get out. I don't think that that's what's happening personally. And I think that there have been plenty of think pieces and magazine covers that I've personally witnessed that I have admittedly rolled my eyes about that focus on young men. And I'm, I personally... <laughs> oh, I know. Again, we talked about that before. You know. It's like... To me, it's like all of these think pieces about the blue collar workers. Uh, that yeah, it's well, like, no, no, okay, no. We're, we're, yeah. <laughs> but like, we're okay to me, with that. No, no, that's, no. that's what it is. It's like maybe we oh, should boy. stop focusing on yeah. this group of people. Uh, but it, though I, I have enough empathy, yes. I understand. I, I, I very much empathize with a group of people who feel like they're outcast and have been dumped on, who feel like, by yeah. the way. Oh, I'll just say right now, white men yeah. are not in that well, category. What I, You'll never be dumped on, and it, it's, please, the I, thing don't even is, get me sorry with that. I have empathy, but at the same time, I don't. The, there, are, there are many groups of people who have legitimately been torn apart, dumped on, multiple over multi-generations. Right. And they have legit fears and concerns, legit trauma concerns, yeah. etc. And they somehow are able to overcome yes. emotional, like they're not emotionally stunted. Right. So 
though I that's where I'm I'm torn because it's like I empathize, but at the same time, like you don't. And and again, going back to the original point, I just want to say that there aren't steps to help young young men going through things. I there aren't because we go to the masculinity thing again. It's not okay for guys to show weakness. To this day, it's not. They can't show weakness. They got to be tough. Uh, they always have to put on a brave face. They always have to show strength. The moment they show weakness, they're a punk. It's That's the way it is. But and those... as long as we keep living in a society like that, we are always going to have a problem with this fake macho bullshit. But you are, you're saying that without, like, there, I, I personally think that we are changing the way we view the way we operate and are being more we are being more open and accepting and um, I'm, I'm coming from a I'm coming from a place where I'm, you, you've made me lose my train of thought I'm sorry go ahead where you need com- your train of thought you no. just want to shut me up <laughs> no hold on <laughs> that we we are I've, I've lost it thanks a lot <laughs> i'm sorry no but it had something it was important You'll, it'll come back to you i'm coming from a place where i am not the stereotypical masculine guy and by any stretch of the imagination i don't fix things i don't work on cars i don't give a shit about any of that stuff and i take crap about it to this day if i was insecure about myself that could really affect me. That could mess with my brain chemically imbalance. It could. A chemical imbalance is what's happening to these kids right now by hearing things, by being radicalized with um, whatever they're watching on TV or hearing about, you know, in schools or reading about online, whatever. We need to do something to help young men. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I know there are plenty of steps to help out everybody else. And I'm talking white, black, whatever. I just think young men need help. Because it's never, right now, it's never okay for a guy to say they're not okay. See, I and that's wrong. I disagree with that. And this is what I was getting to before. Is I think that over the years, our, our views and expectations or uh, the asking like, like masculinity the definition of masculinity or what is male has changed and i think that people are be are realizing that that it 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 comes in all shapes and sizes and and i think that we are redefining it in our culture you do know i'm ho- I, I i hear you but that. you know like i can't grow facial hair and you know I get shit about that all the time. Like, I must not be a man because I can't grow facial hair. Who's giving you shit? Take a number. Like, seriously. It's not like it's something that's you don't hear a lot. It's like, oh, you can't even grow food. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, something is wrong with me because I can't grow facial hair. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not Lissa. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to make sure you're paying attention. 
No, I mean seriously though, like that type of bullshit is still being preached of out there in 2020. Of course it is, but like it's a progress doesn't it's not a 180. This progress is not, happens very hold on. slowly. I understand. Thank you for saying one of your favorite quotes. It's but not one of that, my favorite quotes. By the way, in 2020, by not making fun of somebody because they can't grow facial hair, that's not progress. It's not progress. I'm sorry. Like, please. Who oh, progress takes you, it's really slow. If you Thanks. are so ignorant to think that progress has not been made on that front, to me, it's you're doing... Wait, I didn't say... It hasn't been made on that front. I'm just saying that as a it, male who's 39 years old, to this day, I hear about it more times than not. Mm-hmm. It's still something that is brought up. And I'll stop. Okay. Then it is up to you to say that facial hair does not determine my masculinity. <laughs> Clearly, I don't give a shit about any of those gender roles. I don't. I never have. It's one of the things that, you know, our relationship, what's so funny about it is that we totally buck all of those trender, those traditional gender roles. So, I don't care. But, I do see a problem, you know, being in, you know, the field of education. I definitely see a problem five years, 10 years, 15 years from now, looking at young men and seeing, oh, you guys don't have an outlet in case you're going through something. Or you don't have an outlet if you're being bullied or you don't have any friends or you don't, you're not attractive and can't find a girlfriend or you're overweight. There is no support group for them. However, if you look at the opposite sex, there are certain groups or if they want to go down to counseling and talk, that is totally looked at as okay. But if a guy wants to talk to a counselor or if a guy wants to reach out and get help, that stigma is still really strong on, no, you can't because you're looked at as weak. And I do foresee a major problem, the way, it, you know, getting worse, that guys can't work their problems out by themselves. And so it manifests to something that's unhealthy, whether it's... Well, why don't drinking, you... whether it's, you know, doing drugs, beating women, whatever, it could manifest something really bad. So why don't you, why don't you start that conversation? Start in motion. Well, there you go. That's all you can do. I, I'm not saying, I just think that this is a issue that no one is talking about. And I, it, I think we, no, we talk about it together. We are talking about it. I'm not talking about. When did it, like, we saw a magazine cover not too long ago that said something like, when was it, when did it happen? What was it? It was something like. I don't know. It's in the other room. I can pull it out. When did all, God, I can't remember what it was. It was something like, when did it become bad to be a white male or something like that? Or just because I'm a white male doesn't mean I'm bad or something like, oh, poor white guy. It was something really stupid like that. I don't think that's was not. It, was it White Guy Monthly? We subscribe to. <laughs> uh, no, that would have gone to your parents' house. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not saying I'm not. This is not a race thing. This is a just totally gender. This happens all races for men. No, I agree. And this is not a a gender. I mean, I'm sorry, a uh, race thing at all. Yes, I agree, but it as as you've there is a there are multiple issues that need to be and are being addressed in my opinion and that is our society 
so big picture and then what's happening at home which is a reflection of our society yeah but so i think that those two things are changing they're just slow do you honestly think that there are things that are changing for a young male yes. to reach out and get help? Yes. Where? How? I don't know, but yes, I do. I think that we live in what a society have you read now and saw? compared to my grandfather's generation. Yeah, like I don't know Jesus what you're comparing Christ. it like, to. Jesus Christ, like I know like back in 1800 it's better. Sure, I yeah, know but, that. Yeah, but what qual- what like quantitative data are you are, there are more resources n- now than ever. There are more resources now. I for everyone. I am looking at a specific problem for young men. And I don't think that that is being tapped into. I think that we have more recess, more resources for everybody. But I think that when you look at the problems that are going on in the world, like I said, 99% is because of men. We're not looking to fix the male behavior. We're just complaining, yep, look, it's a man. Yep, could have told you that, it's a man. I don't see the steps that are being taken in order to fix it. You're not looking then. I'm in the educational field. Like, I see what's going on. Nothing is. We're still praising these guys like they're kings. And we're still looking at these girls like they're a bunch of princesses. That's still happening. That's not being fixed. So when they get into the real world and a guy thinks they can take whatever they want because they're a guy. And the girl thinks whatever. I'm... Just think there's a problem. That's all. Yeah. I wish there were more loud steps out there for young men. Uh, because I think if you can you can stop it early, you won't have to worry about some of the issues that we deal with as they get older. Mm-hmm. And I disagree with what's available. Okay. I think more voices than ever are being I'm heard. Looking, and look up a quote. Go ahead. Uh, I, it's just a slow, it's a slow moving thing and you don't change, you don't change our society's ills in a day. It takes, it takes a long time to change, to have a culture shift. In the words of Frederick Douglass. Repair a broken man or something It is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Mm -hmm. Case and point. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But I think once we get to a point at an age where a guy's too old, you're not fixing them. You're not. So this is what I'm talking about. Trying to get to young children. Therapy. But <laughs> that stigma on therapy is still strong. Yeah. And it's not good. It, but you say that as if the progress has not been made. Like, yes, there might be all of these things that exist that are still out there. But comparatively... Progress has been made, and to deny that is to deny all of the work, all of the all of the work that has been done. I just up because until this point. progress has been made doesn't mean that it's significant, and I don't think the progress that has been made is significant enough to warrant that statement. I do. Okay, so we will agree to disagree. Is that correct? Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. On happier news. Yeah. You're going to LA. Don't tell people. They don't need to know where my What are you talking about? (laughs) This is one of our topics. Uh I don't know why We've gone from Coke and Peanuts to You you took a broken turn to 
Oh, you had another one. But I still challenge you to do more if you think that is such a problem. You don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what you're doing, but I it really bothers me when and this is not necessarily you. No, but you're saying when people complain about when it and they don't do anything. People complain about it and don't yep. do something about it. Yep. It's like, well, then do it. Nope. We are. What, wouldn't that be cool? Myself we'll be- and a coworker are forming a group of um, fathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and going over specific issues with young men. Yeah. And I'll discuss more That's when great. we're off I air. can't wait to hear about it. Yep. Uh, it's like what Gandhi said, be the change, motherfucker. I believe he said something like that. That was before or after he was calling Africans in bombs and everything else. Oh, that's a whole different discussion, too, because, well, that involves evolution, evolving. But anyway, yeah. That he, motherfucker didn't evolve. He, yeah, he he did. Okay, cool. Um. But the, again, be the change motherfucker. <laughs> okay, and before you go to L.A. Yeah. Or actually, are they in L.A.? Maybe you can uh, hook up with the uh, old Prince and Megan. The Merck's dog. <laughs> are you? T- what? <laughs> Megan, Merkel. Merkel. Merkel, Merkel, whatever. The same thing. No, it's not the same thing. Merkel, Merkel. don't give a shit. Um, not according to our Facebook. Well, we look just like them, so Clearly. I need to. I need well, to tell do... Megan that I still have the wig. And do you? Uh, you kept it? No, I didn't keep that. You put it down. on every now and then yeah. just to feel pretty. I would. So let's go talk about your trip. <sighs> okay, my sister. A few years ago, I think last maybe 2018 bucket list. I wanted to take an international trip with my sister. And we started the planning of it in February or spring of last year. And we were going to go to Costa Rica. And we were so excited about it. And then I got pregnant. Damn. Um, as I've said before, I'm still not sure who the father is. But we're determining that soon. Uh, in the next couple of months, we'll know. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so cute and hilarious. And if it... <laughs> So the yeah. I don't know how much I've gone into it here, but what? Costa Rica, I can't travel there because of the Zika virus. Mm-hmm. And I would have been in my first trimester while traveling there. And we had to cancel the trip that we had planned for multiple months. And that was a bummer. But, you know, we decided to change locations and we're still going to do a sister's trip, and we will be enjoying ourselves over a long weekend in Los Angeles. Straight up Los Angeles, which I love Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I love the West Coast. I'm jealous of you going to L.A. because I just, I love, I love going there. It's so beautiful. I have so much fun. I'm always in a good mood if I'm there. Weather is usually always great. Um, you're staying at a beautiful location, mm-hmm. um, and you well, get to see some really cool things. Again. Well, what's exciting is I've been there a couple of times. One was a goal a few years ago when I went to the TCM. Sorry, I'm like about to yawn, but not yawn. Okay, the TCM Film Fest. Oh, who got you that ticket? You did. Thank you so much. Uh, we, Best my sister's never been before, ever. so it's going to be yep. fun to see. You know, to see what she wants to see, what she wants to do. She's 
she's really into the environment and she wants to take a lot of hikes and she goes back and forth on a vegetarian diet. So there will be a lot of vegan vegetarian options for us to enjoy. And the other thing I was going to say, oh, that the Costa Rica trip, I was able to get a refund on all of the Airbnb. You didn't get a refund. Yeah, okay. But didn't get a refund on our flights. So that's that's another reason why we decided. We had to use these points by June, I think. So it was like, okay, well, babies due April. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got to get moving on this. And, yeah, it's... I'm well, looking forward to seeing, to go, you know, to show her the, the places. I bet you any amount of money that she falls in love with it and says, I want to move out here. <laughs> I don't know. Some people really don't like Mm-mm. LA. No, no. But your sister is outdoorsy. And I mean, the weather. That's what I'm saying. Like, not necessarily LA itself, but she'll tell you, she will tell you that she wants to move to the West Coast. Yeah. Because she, it's, you can be outdoorsy. She might be time. outdoorsy, but like the rest of us, she's poor. So she can't afford to live. Go on, to Venice Beach. Yeah, You'll see a lot of poor people. She there. can't afford to live on a beach, and she can she can afford to live on Venice. What? If she becomes a performer of some sort, that's what I'm saying. That was, that's, what was, yeah. that's what I was getting at. That was my next line. She can uh, perform there. Um, yeah, so that's coming up. You're gonna have a great time. Like I said, I am. Really jealous of you going out there. I wish I could join you, but I know it's a sister's trip. But have no fear. I will be completing some goals at the same time. Those goals, I don't know what they are yet. But I promise I will at least accomplish one, if not two, while you are gone. Well, with my list, I don't even know if I can accomplish any. I don't think I have anything that I can accomplish in L.A. Like, that's kind of... That sucks. I, I know. that mm. I... I thought I'd be able to do something, but I looked back at the list just to see if there was something that I've missed over the years that I want to complete. I don't think there is. I'll double check. But there anyway. might be something <laughs> out there. Or maybe something that was on your list. You were thinking about it, and maybe you didn't. You took it off. Maybe, how far are you? Nah, it's too far. I'm thinking Joshua Tree. Yeah, I'll, yes. I wanted to go to Joshua Tree, but because we're only going a couple of days, it mm-hmm. won't. It, that won't work out. But she would love to yeah, go there. If we had a week... But all, we have another like four thing, days. we have a good amount of days, but you know, again, she wants to see like I'm sure she wants to see the touristy stuff and the yeah, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep as many vacation days, keep it to a minimum right now. Right. But go on. What are you looking? What are you thinking about completing? Uh, no, I just like I said, I will take a look at that today and tomorrow, or probably tomorrow, and kind of look over what I can complete um, in the time that you're gone because I'm not going to do it during the weekday, clearly. Uh, but So the weekend, I'll have I'll have that Saturday at least and get some stuff knocked out. Cool. Um, that's all I got. I don't have anything else. Okay. Um, we are done for this evening. And it was still another long podcast. It was a long podcast because Chris decided to bring up a topic that we have no expertise in. And no, but but that's the beauty of our podcast. We're a couple that talk about stuff. Chris, <laughs> you know how much I hate know-nothings. 
No, and that's but one thing for well, us. Hold on, but that's the funny thing about it. Like, no one is saying that we're. I wouldn't even pretend to be an expert on anything. Yeah, but you know how I have a an issue mm-hmm. with people who are know nothings who just add to the noise of the dialogue. Oh in our my culture. god! But by no means were we just adding noise. We are to adding this. noise. No, to, we're not. We're all we hold do on. is add noise. I told you that I thought there was a problem. I also told you that I'm working to solve the problem in my own way. Mm-hmm. That's not adding to the That's noise. That's true. That's canceling that bitch out. But so then you, should, you should have said, I see this problem. I'm helping to fix it instead of you're posing to me and know nothing. No, I'm I not think. posing to you. I'm asking your advice. I'm saying I see an issue. Do you see it as well? We discuss it. The end. Mm. That's it. We're not adding to the culture. We're not saying, I think that it, no, that's not what this is all about. It was talking back and forth about an issue, how you see it in your eyes, how I see it in mine, and that's it. And there are steps being, there's definitely something going to be done in my in my life anyway. So. Sorry for being a know-nothing, everyone. <sighs> We hope you have a good night. Thanks for listening. Uh, Please give us a one-star review. Uh Make sure that you write tons of nice things, but just make sure you give us a one-star review. Mm -hmm. Not five, not three, but Mm -hmm. one. And we will come back next week to talk to you a little bit more about our goals and ish. Yes. All right. So everyone have a good night. Good day. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.